Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $42,160.32, down 1.56%. Ethereum at number two, $3,195.12, down 3.26%. BNB at number three, $471.94, down 3.10%. Tether at number four, $1. Cardano at number five, $1.58, up 7.21%. USD coin, number six, 99 cents. Solana at number seven, $139.47, down 2.96%. XRP at number eight, 76 cents, down 1.74%. Number nine, Terra, $77.11, down 9.14%. And last but not least, number 10, Polkadot at $25.60, down 3.87%. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for correction. So what we got today is extreme fear at 24. Yesterday was extreme fear at 22. Last week was extreme fear at 21. And last month was fear at 29. Let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is, is it almost the end of Bitcoin bottom fishing? Article two, crypto land, a quick dive into crypto enthusiast idea of utopia. Article number three, with crypto market shivering in a state of extreme fear, buy the dip fever is. Article number four, Mark Cuban on centering 80% of his investments in cryptocurrencies. And last but not least, number five, the main topic is why the metaverse will have you hooked onto a blockchain. So before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters. You can catch me on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And if you're in YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Again, Dave's Daily Crypto Take. So let's get into it, everyone. Article number one is, is it almost the end of Bitcoin bottom fishing? So $40,000 has been strong support for Bitcoin in the past month, with a seven-day lowest dipping close to $40,600 on CoinGecko. Well, the interesting question here is, with Bitcoin's recovery to $43,200 at press time, will it be soon time to cease bottom fishing? Bloomberg cited an analysis by Genesis Global Trading that noted Bitcoin looks stable on the back of recent options activity. It essentially indicates the possibility of an upside. Apart from that, the analyst noted that the difference in implied volatility of bullish and bearish bets is now close to zero, revealing demand for more call options over put options, which is a bullish indicator. Notably, the Bitcoin volatility index, which measures the implied volatility of Bitcoin, showed a downtrend in the chart. So is it a bullish market ahead? Glassnode recently indicated in its research that 40% of BTC transfer volume is in profit. Having said that, Bloomberg Intelligence Mike McGlone also noted that with the demand and adoption on a rise and supply declining, there could be a reversal, he said. Quote, something has to reverse the increasing Bitcoin adoption trend or the rules of economics point to higher prices. I expect demand and adoption trajectories to remain favorable. So the correlation... But will the future demand for Bitcoin be on the back of its hedging utility that became victorious in 2021? That remains a major question. However, it looks more like an investment product 
more correlated to the stock market than it ever was. IMF also pointed out that the post-pandemic trajectory of Bitcoin drawing its highest correlation with the stock. Victoria Green, founding partner and chief investment officer at G-Squared Private Wealth, told Bloomberg, quote, Bitcoin is showing a lot more tendency to track with and correlate with the NASDAQ and the market that is with inflation and uncorrelated currency. Meanwhile, it has led Miracle Mile advisors Anderson Lafontaine to believe that continued correlation would diminish BTC's appeal as a hedge. However, despite that many industry players are betting on a long-due bullish rally, it is worth noting that the BTC balance on exchanges continues to decline which remains a positive indicator for a price uptick. However, some are expecting a lower bottom for Bitcoin. Quote, a lot of teammates are asking me if I'm actively buying Bitcoin and Tesla right now. And the short answer is no. I think the next six months could see downdrafts in both or either Bitcoin and Tesla. So I will be watching to buy more at lower prices. Thank you. So there you guys have it. What do you think? Is it almost the end of Bitcoin bottom fishing? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. Article number two, Cryptoland, a quick dive into crypto enthusiast idea of utopia. Another year, another eye-rolling venture from people who jump on every get-rich-quick scam rather than actually do something environmentally sustainable or just, you know, not wholly for themselves. This one has the familiar crypto critter crappings of finding new ways to pretend they're uber-wealthy by adding some made-up value to their identities. And two, do whatever it takes to keep that pretend value all for themselves. Example, not pay taxes. That up there is still a, from an actual 10-minute animated video that some crypto people made to pitch their brand new venture called Cryptoland. An island turned into these people's idea of a crypto paradise because even though they clearly think they're the smartest people in the room, they apparently still believe in the concept of utopia. Only their idea of utopia involves slapping some lame crypto run and pun onto every island palm tree having old internet memes pop up all over the place in physical form because it's sometimes hard to let go of jokes you laughed at when you were 15. And a de-stress room, that's just a giant safe where people can Scrooge McDuck it and swim around in a bunch of soft, dicky thingies. We cannot stress enough about how absolutely everything on this crypto island will either be on the internet meme that most of the population has moved on from because it's not just that funny, or a crypto pun. It's like Disneyland, only with the fun rides and any successful IP. Halfway through this mind-melting video, you start to wonder exactly who this crypto land investment pitch is for, especially when the Bitcoin character called Deep Psy Connie and friends suddenly bust out a Grease Macarena mashup, which is not nauseatingly off pitch, but also just why. And did we mention that the island in their pitch video is filled with around 80% men who desperately want to build muscles in a crypto gym because they have no idea how to talk to women? It's an actual subplot in the video, how crypto land is both a place for crypto bros to come and do their crypto thing as long as they say crypto every five seconds, and with enough enthusiasm as to appease the crypto god and also retreat where a virtual Bitcoin will somehow teach you the secrets of talking to a woman, a woman, mind you, who refers to her purse as a hardware wallet. 
Cryptoland is a physical metaverse concept created by Max Oliver and Helena Lopez, a controversial pair in the Spanish YouTube community who claim to have already purchased an island in Fiji where their wild idea will soon come to fruition. Only, no, they didn't and probably won't. The island seems to be still up for sale and they received a good bit of backlash after their pitch went viral. They're even being accused of swiping assets in their 3D animation that belong to other artists. And did we mention that the island in question is only 600 acres? That's smaller than Central Park. What's alarming, however, is just why they would garner any support when, upon being questioned over on now deleted thread on Twitter, that's luckily been archived about what Cryptoland's age of consent will be. They replied, mental maturity should be more than enough. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? Crypto land, a quick dive into crypto enthusiast idea of utopia. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. Okay, article number three. With crypto market shivering in a state of extreme fear, buy the dip fever is dot, dot, dot. Buying the dip has now become a ritual as soon as Bitcoin's price crashes. And there's a lot of banking on bringing home the king coin when it's at its lowest point. Looking at the coin crashes in December and January, an investor might be wondering if the trend is still on. Data from Sentiment Report sheds light on what might really be going on. All up in your feelings. Sentiment tracked the social volume and dominance of buy the dip or bought the dip calls to show that pe most people made the call well before Bitcoin hit its lowest price during the December 2021 and January 2022 crashes. However, the dominance of the trend has been falling since early January. While Bitcoin's price slowly began to see some bullish momentum, this suggests that buy the dip trend might be coming to an end. That said, it isn't enough to just look at the social metrics. After all, Bitcoin's own movements can reveal a lot about investor behavior and trends. For instance, the King Coin's volatility has dropped sharply since 6th of December. Though there were some smaller spikes afterward, velocity has stayed below 0.035. This means that coin activity has fallen drastically and in turn suggests that buy the dip crowd has thinned. Also look at the circulation and exchange outflows for USDT and DAI. Sentiment's report stated, quote, the crowd is showing signs of losing interest to the market. Those who wanted to exit, they already done it. Once decided to hold are really holding. Another factor to consider is the number of Bitcoin that is hodled or lost. Glassnode data showed that the amount of coins in this category has been steadily hitting one-year highs, assuming that more coins are being hodled than lost. This again signals that Bitcoin owners are holding tight rather than selling out. Naib says, nope. El Salvador's Twitter savvy, President Nayib Bukele, is usually one of the first on the scene when Bitcoin slips. However, the Central American leader announced that he wouldn't be buying the January 2022 dip just yet. I think I might have missed the dip this time. This led to some teasing from Tron founder Justin Sun, who smugly claimed that he had scored some BTC at 40,000. He said, I bought 100 Bitcoin at 40,000. You missed the chance. At press time, Bitcoin's price was $42,842.72, and the King coin climbed by 2.29% in the last seven days. However, the market was shivering in a state of extreme fear. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? With crypto market shivering in a state of extreme fear, by the dip fever is dot, dot, dot. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. 
All right. Before we get into round two, just want to say thank you so much to all my subscribers and my supporters. I've been looking at the analytics and thank you so much. Please go ahead and share this Dave's Daily Crypto Take with any friends or family that want unbiased crypto news. All right. Let's get into round two, article number four. Mark Cuban on centering 80% of his investments in cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies as an investment have blossomed to one of the most recognized in the finance space. It is no longer left for small retail investors who are only putting a few hundred dollars at a time in cryptocurrencies. High net worth individuals like billionaires and institutional investors are moving into the space given the opportunities that are presented within it. Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks and a big supporter of cryptocurrencies, has revealed that he has invested heavily in the space. For the Shark Tank investor, any investments that are not related to those presented on the show are heavily skewed towards the crypto industry. Putting 80% in cryptocurrencies, billionaire Mark Cuban was on an episode of Problem with Jon Stewart, where he shared his thoughts around investments and where his biggest moves are being made. The Shark Tank investor told host John Stewart that while he invested heavily in ideas that spring off from the show, his investments outside of the show mainly skewed towards cryptocurrencies. For Cuban, the decentralization of these digital assets is the biggest push for him. This is why any investments that are not made on Shark Tank, 80% of those are made in or around cryptocurrencies the billionaire revealed. Cuban's push for crypto adoption has been blatant in his actions. The Dallas Mavericks had begun to accept crypto payments under his leadership and over time has expanded this offering to make room for even more crypto assets such as Dogecoin. Expanding crypto interests, Cuban opened up to Stewart regarding the spaces in the crypto industry that he is interested in. One that has full attention of the billionaire is decentralized autonomous organizations. DAOs. This relatively new space has been making strides as being a fully decentralized mechanism. Basically, no single person or entity is able to make any changes to them without the approval of all of its members. The billionaire expanded that DAOs are of a particular interest to him when investing in cryptocurrencies and adjacent products. It is growing in popularity as more businesses take this approach. There are no decentralized Systems to rely on, Cuban said, every token holder in that application has a chance to set the direction of the network. Not always equally, but typically equally. This is where I am invested and interested in investing, he added. Cuban is also invested in NFTs. He holds NFTs from the famous Board Ape Yacht Club, as well as a crypto punk, according to his portfolio on Lazy. He is also invested in Bitcoin and Ethereum, as well as Dogecoin, although his stake in the latter is considerably low, given that the billionaire believes that the meme coin is great as a method of payment and entry point into the broader crypto market. So there you guys have it. What do you think about Mark Cuban on centering 80% of his investments in cryptocurrencies? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right. Last but not least, let's take a look at the main topic today. Why the metaverse will have you hooked onto a blockchain. The metaverse money is money and crypto is king. You may think metaverse will be a launch of interconnected virtual spaces, the World Wide Web, but access through virtual reality. This is largely correct, but there is also a fundamental but slightly more cryptic side to the metaverse that will set it apart from today's internet, the blockchain.
In the beginning, Web 1.0 was the information superhighway of connected computers and servers that you could search, explore, and inhabit, usually through a centralized company's platform, for example, AOL, Yahoo, Microsoft, and Google. Around the turn of the millennium, Web 2.0 came to be characterized by social networking sites, blogging, and demonetization of user data for advertising by the centralized gatekeepers to free social media platforms, including Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, and TikTok. Web 3.0 will be the foundation of the metaverse. It will consist of blockchain-enabled decentralized applications that support an economy of user-owned crypto assets and data. Blockchain decentralized crypto assets. As researchers who study social media and media technology, we can explain the technology that will make the metaverse possible. Owning bits. Blockchain is a technology that permanently records transactions, typically in a decentralized and public database called a ledger. Bitcoin is the most well-known blockchain-based cryptocurrency. Every time you buy some Bitcoin, for example, the transaction gets recorded to the Bitcoin blockchain, which means that record is distributed to thousands of individual computers around the world. This decentralized recording system is very difficult to fool or control. Public blockchains like Bitcoin and Ethereum are also transparent. All transactions are available for anyone on the internet to see, in contrast to traditional banking books. Ethereum is a blockchain like Bitcoin, but Ethereum is also programmable through smart contracts, which are essentially blockchain-based software routines that run automatically when some condition is met. For example, you could use a smart contract on a blockchain to establish your ownership of a digital object, such as a piece of art or music, to which no one else can claim ownership on the blockchain. Even if they save a copy to their computer, digital objects that can be owned, currencies, securities, artwork, are crypto assets. Items like artwork and music on the blockchain are non-fungible tokens, NFTs. Non-fungible means they are unique and not replaceable. The opposite of fungible items like currency, any dollar is worth the same as and can be swapped with any other dollar. Importantly, you could use a smart contract that says you are willing to sell your piece of digital art for $1 million in Ether, the currency of the Ethereum blockchain. When I click agree, the artwork and Ether automatically transfer ownership between us on the blockchain. There is no need for a bank or third-party escrow. And if either of us were to dispute this uh, transaction, for example, if you claim that I only paid $999,000, the other could easily point to the public record in the distributed ledger. What does this blockchain crypto asset stuff have to do with the metaverse? Everything. To start, the blockchain allows you to own digital goods in a virtual world. You won't just own that NFT in the real world, you'll own it in the virtual world too. In addition, the metaverse isn't being built by any one group of company. Different groups will build different virtual worlds, and in the future, these worlds will be interoperable, forming the metaverse. As people move between virtual worlds, say from decentralized virtual environments to Microsoft's, they'll want to bring their stuff with them. If two virtual worlds are interoperable, the blockchain will authenticate proof of ownership of your digital goods in both virtual worlds. Essentially, as long as you're able to access your crypto wallet within a virtual world, you will be able to access your crypto stuff. Don't forget your wallet. So what will you keep your crypto wallet? 
you will obviously want to carry cryptocurrencies in the metaverse. Your crypto wallet will also hold your metaverse-only digital goods, such as your avatars, avatar clothing, avatar animations, virtual de decorations, and weapons. What will people do with their crypto wallets? Among other things, shop, just as you likely do on the web now. You will be able to purchase traditional digital goods like music, movies, games, and apps. You'll be also able to buy physical world items in a metaverse, and you'll be able to view and hold 3D models of what you are shopping for, which could help you make more informed decisions. Also, just like you can use your old leather wallet to carry your ID, crypto wallets will be linkable to real-world identities which could help facilitate transactions that require legal verification, such as buying a real world car or home. Because your ID will be linked to your wallet, you won't need to remember login information for all the websites and virtual worlds that you visit. Just connect your wallet with a click and you are logged in. ID associated wallets will also be useful for controlling access to age restricted areas in the metaverse. Your crypto wallet could also be linked to your contact list, which would allow you to bring your social network information from one virtual world to another. Join me for a pool party in the fill-in-the-plank world. <laughs> At some point in the future, wallets could also be associated with reputation scores that determine the permissions you have to broadcast in public places and interact with people outside of your social network. If you act like a toxic misinformation spreading troll, you may damage your reputation and potentially have your sphere of influence reduced by the system. This could create an incentive for people to behave well in a metaverse, but platform developers will have to prioritize these systems. So big business. Lastly, if the metaverse is money, then companies will certainly want to play too. The decentralized nature of blockchain will potentially reduce the need for gatekeepers in financial transactions, but companies will still have many opportunities to generate revenue, possibly even more than in current economies. Companies like Meta will provide large platforms where people will work, play, and congregate. Major brands are also getting into NFT mix, including Dolce & Gabbana, Coca-Cola, Adidas, and Nike. In the future, when you buy a physical world item from a company, you might also gain ownership of a linked NFT in the metaverse. For example, when you buy that coveted name brand outfit to wear to the real world dance club, you might also become the owner of the crypto version of the outfit that your avatar can wear to the virtual Ariana Grande concert. And just as you could sell the physical outfit secondhand, you could also sell the NFT version for someone else's avatar to wear. There are a few of the many ways that metaverse business models will likely overlap with the physical world. Such examples will get more complex as augmented reality technologies increasingly come into play, further merging as aspects of the metaverse and physical world. Although the metaverse proper isn't here yet, technological foundations like blockchain and crypto assets are steadily being developed, setting the stage for a seemingly ubiquitous virtual feature that is coming soon to a verse near you so there you guys have it what do you think about this article why the metaverse will have you hooked onto a blockchain comment down below and let me know what you guys think all right before we head out let's take a look at the crypto prices one last time so what we got here is at number one Let's take a look. BTC is at $42,094. Ethereum is at $3,190. BNB, $472. Tether, $1. Cardano, $1.58. 
USD coin, 99 cents. Solana, $139. XRP, 75 cents. Terra, $77. And last but not least, Polkadot at $25. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Again, catch me on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcast. And if you're in YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, I'll hopefully you guys have a great crypto day, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.